Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Oh, man. <laughs> I seem to always start things off with saying that, but it'd be like that because it's a very busy time, you know? But yeah, just coming in and they say it's going to be a huge snow shower coming in. I sure hope they're right because all I just need is a big snow drop and then you know you're going to have a good summer. But damn, I just wish it would hurry up and get to the point. You know what I mean? And I hope the media isn't lying as it is wont to do. But you know what's even funnier? When people that are so damn self-important with themselves think that announcing they're quitting, much like people that say they're leaving a Facebook group, is really going to help them get some clout and cred. The only thing you're going to get is a swift kick in the ass that you deserve for years. But I digress. Let's start this thing up. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on J360 Radio. <laughs> hey, how's it going, J360 Legion? What is happening? This is J-Man, of course, just sitting here chatting and talking to you guys for another J-Man episode. And this is episode 322. We're really climbing up the road, aren't we? And not only that, we're simulcasting from J360 Radio to J360 TV. So hi to everybody on Twitch right now. Yeah, we're still testing this thing out, though. So if it doesn't come through or it doesn't sound right, you know you can listen to J360 Radio anytime with Spreaker.com slash users slash J360 Radio. Or if you want to listen to the J-Man Show exclusively, Spreaker.com slash show slash the J-Man Show. Yeah, I can't shorten it any more than that. You're just going to take it, all right? All right? <laughs> and then not to mention the show is available across all podcast outlets and it's still growing and not to mention it has landed on youtube officially so yeah you know lots of great things are happening for everybody here at j360 productions <laughs> that's just the way it is but yeah, yeah, y'all, it's been pretty good for me, but I, I really want to know how things are going for y'all of you. Are you guys still feeling it? Are you guys still holding it down? Are you still going for your goals that you have for this year? Stuff like that. You know, because it's very interesting to hear like different stories come together and culminate into something. You know what I mean? Become something great. And that's all I've been trying to do as of late in addition to like rebuild and restructure and replan. I mean, I know I say it a lot on these shows, but... That's kind of the way it got to be. You either grow in one year or you have to downsize for the next year, but you also have to maintain and keep things running, which is why like why Project Conference is not going to start up again until February, and which is also why I'm reviving another show for J360 TV, and then so on and so forth. And not to mention, there is no Power Play episode this week, so for those of you that are kind of confused right now, oh, it's going to get even wilder, but the Power Play is coming back next week. Because actually I got some stuff to do for that. A little archiving, if you will. It'll be on J360, uh, J360Productions.com. It is already on the premium channel. So you're getting all of this stuff together the way it, it was intended to be done. And then not to mention, those of you that were on Project Conference, you're getting a copy of your episodes at next week at the latest. All right? 
<laughs> it's not because of, you know, some transit. It's just because I've been dealing with some other things. I've been working on some other projects and processes. So, yeah, some things had to get put to the back burner. But as far as I know, I'll get your um, copies to you and you'll be all taken care of. But that being said, you see as why I have so much work to do, which is why I don't know why, like, people nowadays will go so far to utilize quitting as an answer to solve their problems. Have you noticed that lately? Like, a lot of big YouTubers are, you know, for their infinite wisdom and all-time ignorance, have found another way to piss off people who love to create. You know, it's it's amazing, because, see, like, some people are fortunate enough to not have to work a 9-to-5. They get rich off of doing, like, the what they deem as content creating and all that stuff. But at the same time, they're still not satisfied. They got to be everywhere. They got to be as ubiquitous as possible. And then not to mention, they got to always be taking from other people instead of giving credit where credit is due. Then they got a nerd to want to go ahead and act like a gatekeeper. Like, oh, you can't behave like this. You can't do this this way and all that kind of stuff. Rather than just let people be who they are. It's really hard for people to accept what other people do. And I mean, sometimes it's kind of hard because, like, you never know what exactly is protected and what's not protected. And then, like, if it was something that meant something to you, you would have the copyright and ownership to it. Like, you know, for me, I have my copyrights for my stuff. Whereas, like, other people probably do not because they don't see it that way that you do. And then there's that time where people used to do stuff for fun all the time, but I guess that went to the wayside because I don't know what it is, but anytime somebody gets, like, a lump sum of money... Or they get to be around a whole bunch of girls, or at the same time to get luxury items, they have to just show it to everybody. You know what I mean? You couldn't just be content and pious and then, like, not, you know, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be everybody's business. I mean, we know who you are when you're riding around. We know who you are when you're out there and you're getting so much undeserved television time. But you notice that a lot of these people have failed upwards, and they failed upwards in such a grand way that. You can never really get away from them. Unless they really do something stupid or they think they're untouchable and they usually destroy themselves. But the funniest thing is you can tell like who does this stuff for like not necessarily the good deed. You know like how some people were filming themselves feeding the homeless instead of just feeding the damn homeless. Or like you know it might not be a homeless person. It could be their friend or their uncle that lives with them somewhat and they're like yeah i need you to go ahead and look this way so i can go ahead and feed you or you know those stupid prank videos way back in the day where you know if you're not careful you fucked around and found out and got shot in the chest it's always something wild with people who manage to amass like their first thousand fans or subscribers and it's not even about subscriber counts it's about retention it's about like film viewership and all you know that's what usually keeps you relevant and there is a moment where if you're just a one-trick pony, that stuff's going to stale out. It's, you're going to stall at some point. You know, you made your money while you could. You got in. You did what you need to do. If you can't do anything beyond that and do it the right way, I mean, maybe you should go. But the funny part is, is that people are doing this stuff now because, hey, let's do what Doug Walker tried to do back in the day. Let's go ahead and try to retire our mainstream character here because, you know... It's an attention getter. Let's do it for clout because that's what it really is. A lot of this stuff is mostly clout based, or it's all for that e cred, or it's all for like people to be like, "No, don't go. You're funny as such and such. You did a great job being that character for like oh say five to ten years." I mean, like, look, I can understand if you want to leave, but if you just want to leave, leave. 
I mean, people are going to figure it out. If you, um, let's just say this, ratings are low, you need to get them up, so you have to go ahead and come up with some story. I think a lot of people even fake their own death in order to maintain relevancy, didn't they? See, like, even with my shows, I change them up. You know what I mean? Like, I always try to do things differently. I look at the rules in front of me, and I'm like, yeah, I understood the assignment, but because these rules are stupid, I'm not even going to go with them. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and do something a little bit differently, do some what-if questioning and all that, because, well, that's creativity. And not low-effort creativity. Like, anybody can talk about anybody. Anybody can point fingers and say they're holier than thou to somebody else. And quite a lot of people have made money off of harassing folks. It is the most wildest stuff in the world. Like, back in the day, all that YouTube drama you saw and stuff, it was entertaining. But you see, like, nowadays, like, there's two grown men that are arguing about independent comics, for God's sakes. And it's like, well, at the end of the day, it's not about you two. Can't you guys just make your make your stuff? And then, like, the people who actually invest and buy into you, let them be the judge. That's why they're called fans. That's why they're called customers. Like, when you have those people that are buying your merch, that are investing their hard-earned money in you, I think you won. You know, but everybody's got to monopolize and outdo somebody else rather than just enjoy the journey and focus on themselves. I used to deal with people like that. I remember when I started doing jams, people were trying to compare jams to Night Ride FM, and I'm like, why can't we both just exist? You know, like, I, I don't care what they do over there because what they do over there is their own business, and what I do over here is my own business. Or like when I was dealing with um, working on the next uh, season for Jams, somebody was talking to me about like Forging and Neon was coming back. And I was like, good. I'm glad that those people just want to enjoy music and do their shows. Because if they have a right to exist with their stuff, I have a right to exist with my stuff. But you don't see me trying to reach, pull, and all that kind of stuff to wipe them out of business. That's not my goal. That's not why I'm here. I'm here because, guess what? I love music, and I wanted to showcase music. That's what Jams was about. And the funny part is, I've seen the most toxic stuff when it comes to Jams. See, on the Jam Man show, I usually go after any and everybody and stuff like that and all sorts of things and talk about like why this is not, not the right way of doing things, why this is not enjoyable. Like I, I talk about things like that, but you don't see me going after people based off of mundane bullshit. You know? It is the weirdest thing to me how we got to this point. And not only that, you can also tell the charlatans and all the con people in the world because they're shaking in their boots. They're scared about everything. Like, the grifting is not as strong as it used to be for them. So they're real, real desperate these days. I mean, you see it all the time in robocalls. You see it all the time in, like, people that always got to go ahead and do this reach or say they're going to find you a job and all this other stuff. But, you know, time's running out on them. And then, like, you see... You ever want to meet the biggest con person? Probably your favorite YouTuber back in the day when you were like 14 years old. Now that you're older, now that you have means, and now that you are able to do other things and have freedom of choice, you know, certain people are freaking out about it because, like, they didn't realize their time kind of ran out. Why do certain TV shows end? Do you think about that? Why do, like, certain icons that were back in the 80s are not entirely relevant unless we talk about them? Why do you think certain things were good for their time? Because that was their time to exist. 
and quite a lot of things have expiration dates and stuff like that. The beautiful part about streaming is, is that you can find your favorite shows on any of these outlets and watch them if you wanted to, such as like Tubi, such as like Crackle or, you know, Film Rise. Like, yeah, anytime I want to, I go into Film Rise and I binge at Forensic Files for a little bit. But, you know, the thing is, it's like, once again, well, Forensic Files is still going on. And, and who is the new narrator? Is it a new narrator or is it the same guy? Because they said, like, Peter Thomas is dead, isn't he? Like, who is narrating that show now? Interesting. But but what it is is that, like, you know, it's just, like, it's a long-running show because it's a crime show and crime will never end. So that show will go on forever. It's kind of like 60 Minutes. As long as there's a lot of fuckery in the world, those shows will go on forever. They just have different people. But when it comes to, like, certain creative outlets, like, certain things, like, let's say, like, they try to bring Rocco's Modern Life back, but I don't think they got there yet. They did bring, like, a movie out, but, you know, as far as, like, a new series, I kind of don't want a new series of it, because the classic series was so damn good. Uh, Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold had a good resolution to it, but, you know, once again, it was good for the 90s. I think nowadays people talk about, like, the Loud House or anything that's produced with the Tumblr art style, but it is what it is with that stuff. But what I'm letting you know is, is that, like, certain things have an expiration date to them, and then certain things you gotta change up after a while. Like, there's gonna be a point where I'm not doing the J-Man show anymore. Granted, I'll probably be old as Paul Harvey, but as long as there's some fuckery in the world, (laughs) or some crazy stuff going on with J360 Productions, usually I'm dealing with it, but... The truth is, we're talking about people quitting for clout and cred. Because it's an attention getter. If I told you that today was my last day right now, there'd be a lot of people coming into this radio station in the chat room telling me, GJ, I, I didn't know you were going. I can't believe you're going. Well, you know, at least you went out on top. And it'd be like a little party or it'd be like, you know, how people gather together at a funeral and stuff. You know, it's just like you never seen these people when so-and-so was alive but you're seeing them now on that person's last day and like everybody's coming together like, man, we should hang out more often. Yeah, you're right. Uh, what, what are you doing next week? Oh, I think I'm busy, homie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm too busy. I'm too busy to hang out. But, but you know, next time one of somebody in our graduating class or somebody we were really close to at work dies, I'm going to be there for you, boo. See, things like that. <laughs> and it drives me crazy. It's just like, you know, like, I can see myself now. Well, no, I couldn't. If I was on my last day, and, and like, some of my friends or frenemies or rivals would all come together at that one moment, just to, some would be there to make sure that I was dead, but quite a lot of people would be like, man, I wish we did more with him. I wish we hung out with him more. I mean, I, mean, I wish I wish he w- I would have took his advice and all that stuff, man. He, he was a great guy when he died. Or, like, maybe my love interest comes into play and be like, I really liked him. And then you see me wake back the fuck up and be like, yeah, uh-huh, I knew it. I knew all this stuff was true. You know what I mean? Just to catch him in the act, but nah, nah, nah. If it ever got to that point where I was leaving something that I enjoyed or something that I really wanted to do because, you know, J360 Productions is a brand too. It's a company too in addition to like, you know, a gateway for all this great content. But the thing is, it's just... I, I just can't see myself saying, like, oh, hey, guys, I'm leaving. I'm leaving this. I'm leaving. I am not going to be a part of this anymore. The drama's too much. Everything is this and that. Uh, it's just not fun for me. Like, if you're doing that and that's your final statement, okay. But make sure you leave. 
Don't turn on anything that is pertained to any of this stuff under your old handle again. That is the way to leave an impact. Like, if you say you quit, and then all of a sudden you come back in like a month, and you say, I changed my mind. I'm back. I mean, you got the people's attention, but you had their respect a lot earlier. And the truth is, is like, when you get people's respect, it's a lot more than getting people's attention. You understand what I'm saying? Like, when you leave, leave on a high note. Leave on an impact. Leave on, like, moving on to bigger and better things. You know? Now, is that the same as, like, leaving, like, from one style of doing things and going into another medium and all? It depends. Are you going to still operate under that same name? But then again, typecasting comes into play, too. So, you know, one way or another, you may have to use a gimmick for that. But what it is is that don't, don't do it for clout. Don't do it for cred. When you leave... Make sure you do it on the high note. Don't fake your own death. Don't fake a girlfriend's death. Don't do any of that stuff. That's just toxic stupidity. I mean, what was that guy's name anyway? Was it J-Station or some stuff like that? Just See, these people are not relevant to me because like, when they got popular, I was already grown. I was already doing my own thing, working on my career and stuff. So it didn't matter to me. It's just like when some people try to say, well, you know, what does it matter to you, Jay? You only got like 206 subscribers on your uh, YouTube channel. That's because YouTube was not an in-game solution for me. You know what I mean? Like, I aim for something else. Like, at that time, I aim for Vimeo more so than YouTube. You know, like, if there were certain things that I made, but I didn't make it for profit, I would put it on YouTube. You know? And then not to mention, like, I would see, like, how it would get views sometimes and how it wouldn't get views. And, like, how there's always a gateway for things or you had to tag it right or it had to get go viral at that first uh, five seconds. Which, at the same time, like, it probably wouldn't because of algorithm and all that stuff. It's a lot to deal with with all that crap. But you got to be strong enough to deal with it. Note I didn't use gender politics on that one. You got to be strong enough to deal with these things. Sometimes things take, and then sometimes things don't take. But YouTube was not a main draw for me at the time. Now it's slowly starting to be a big deal. Because, like, you know, if it wasn't a big deal for me, I wouldn't put J360 Radio on it. You know? I saw it as another outlet for a growing brand. And the truth is, is that, yeah. But, you know, if I had to just focus on YouTube and stuff, it'll do fine. It will be amazing after a few months. Probably too. But the truth is, is that like, I'm not saying, oh, that does it. It's not going my own way. I quit. Or, you know, I'm not plagiarizing somebody's script and saying, you know, that, oh, it's all about fear. That's how we're getting where we need to be at. Because at first you had hope, but now you have fear. But if you didn't give a damn about what everybody thought about you at the time, you probably would be okay. You know what I mean? Be to the point where you're hardened against things such as like people's criticisms and all that kind of stuff. And just say, eh, okay, what the hell? I don't care. Are you going to buy a shirt or not? Are you going to engage on that or not? Are you going to be about this or not? Oh, thank you for the $5 super chat. You know, the list goes on and on. And not to mention, as technology evolves and as we pretty much become irresponsible about things, we do all as a species become a lot more dumber than you think. There's a lot of dumbassery, too, in the world. And it has no signs of stopping, no matter what year it be. It, it feels like it is 2024, but I'll be telling you this. Damn if it doesn't feel like 2020. <laughs> damn if it doesn't feel like 2023 uh, and, and below. Damn if it doesn't feel like 
2010 again, like where everybody was really ultra sensitive. Nowadays, people are having that fine mix of like only being sensitive when they're relevant to be sensitive to it. You know? Oh my God, that is terrible what happened. And then they go do like, um, you know, terrible shit to other people and stuff like that. It's, it's just a damn sham how we the people are. And the thirst for fame and the thirst for like immense wealth and all that kind of stuff can like lead people to this. But you'll notice the most pathetic people in the world because they can never own up to it. You know, if they get caught in some stuff, they can't say like, yeah, I did it. I, I, you know, and they can't give you a very real apology about it because, you know, once again, those apology videos ruined everything too, because you have people that direct people how to do an apology video now. That's, that's so stupid. I mean, like a long time ago, like people who do PR used to like when you did PR, okay, because that's what a lot of my jobs are. When you do public relations, the public relations person's not even supposed to be there. They're there. But they're not supposed to be as active as the person who is the speaking voice. You know what I'm saying? You make sure the brands, you make sure everybody looks good, and you know how to pay it forward. You know how to be honest about things. But you see, like, you don't give too much of that honesty away. You're building the brand. You're doing what's for the nature of things. I mean, you guys watch the boys on Amazon, right? You you get it. Like how the vault representative is usually to keep, like, the uh, the seven under control. All those soups need, they got more damn dysfunction, uh, dysfunctional problems with each other. But at the end of the day, and <laughs> that, that PR person is supposed to make sure the image is clean. Even though you saw something and I saw something, it never happened. Compromising and all that stuff is a part of the PR game. And it's just, ugh. It's, it's just, you know, you got to make sure you clean up this. Much in the same way like a lawyer has to clean up their client's dirty activities that became public. And it's really a shame, too. And then, you know, like, uh, some people could probably just leave the game because, you know what, they're old, they're tired, and they don't want to be around those kind of people anymore. I get that, too. I get it. I remember one time saying I wanted to take a year off of doing content creating, but, you know, that's at that moment in time, but it's not a full, oh, I'm quitting YouTube. And then there comes the other concept where YouTube just sucks. Social media in general has become such a... (laughs) such an annoyance these days like even posting stuff on instagram is not as fun as it used to be and posting things on facebook who the hell uses facebook that's not in their late 30s right so it's all that kind of stuff right there that once again you know instagram was quick tiktok is quick a lot of people went over to OnlyFans. like that's really going to make a difference because when you have so many people going over there Trying to make some that made big money. You ever know like how a pyramid scheme is? The ones that were earlier in the pyramid are going to make the money. The ones that are just going over there, they're just adding to the adding to the fodder. They're not going to make as much money as you think they are. So it's just funny to see like when a lot of these attractive women, just because they got nice breasts and a little bit of booty, go right over there and act as though like they're going to be multimillionaires before the end of the night. Your coochie ain't no different than the other person's coochie, hon. Let's just be honest. At the end of the day, those that be paying for that stuff, they're either desperate and they're not good with their own money, or at the end of the day, they're not realizing that, hey, maybe I should pay myself forward so that I could be the leader about things rather than going ahead and throwing it to somebody who's not trying to, um, let's just say this, they're good for one thing, but at the end of the day, they're really not an essential. You know, 
that's mean to say, but it's it's a fact. Like, you know, that's a luxury item when you're paying for somebody's um, OnlyFans profile and stuff. And you think they really like you, don't you? Yeah. I've done a video about the loneliness um, epidemic around here. And the truth is, is that it's really a mental health thing. It's just people will do anything for that affection. But that's a source for a whole nother video. And I'm going to have to do another episode on it because that's gotten worse too. People are not putting values in certain things that they need to put values in. You know what I mean? It's just like for some people out there, if you take care of yourself better and if you actually work out and you go out there and you meet people and you actually have standards about things, you'll probably find the right people to be around you. But if you stay at home all the time and you are around screens like 80% of the time and you're not working on your shortcomings, like how you would say like around like the end of December, everybody talks about their list of how to do things and what they're going to be doing for themselves in the next year and didn't make one damn investment on it at all in January. I always say this, look, to hell with June. Do what you got to do when it's right for you to start, but make sure you just start, okay? Because if you're not going to, things have a way of creeping up on you. Time has a way of creeping up on you. And that weight gain that shows up and stuff, payment always comes due. Because it's a result of your actions and your inactions. It's just like anything else. Like, I've always said, like, the time when I stopped doing J360 Productions is when all stories are told. And not all stories are told. Matter of fact, things are just beginning. And, like, when I was doing jams, you know, like, I got to see other people's stories. And even if they're not on the show anymore, they're still doing what they love to do. They're still making music. They're still reaching out there. And some of them are doing live streams. And some of them are doing, you know, they're doing good for themselves because they figured out business in addition to being creative. And then some people have moved on into filmmaking or they moved on into, like, coming up with other projects and stuff and you know i gotta say i'm proud of them i gotta say like you know yeah good even if i'm not working with them anymore that's just the way it is or if they popped off higher than you did well that was kind of the point right when you supply the platform and you have people come along and perform and enjoy themselves and other people actually work with them i always try to say though think for yourself and if you still want to work on j360 jams with me you can but it's up to you. Don't be middleman and nobody, and don't be wasting nobody's time. Uh, which, by the way, yeah, Jams eighty three is coming this Friday, which is tomorrow. And let me tell you something: that show is looking good all the time. But it's still the same old problem. See, whereas like it's for musicians, all musicians worldwide can be on J three sixty jams. It's not a matter of how long you stay. It matters the impact of what you do as you represent yourself and you put your two tracks on the show in addition to a link that best sells you. And I'm telling you this, make sure it's a link that you're growing. Make sure it's a link that is really important. I usually say my preferred preference is Bandcamp because at least I can buy your merch. At least I can buy your your songs. At least I can own the material that you made. I can buy your CD or your cassette tape. If you have it, and then some of y'all sell vinyl, which is a beautiful thing too. Note what I'm saying. Physical releases are important. Digital releases are okay, but the fact that, you know, I can actually own that license and buy it and play it anytime I want to on my own servers, on J360 Jam servers, things like that. 
That's why it's important. Spotify, I, maybe, unless you're trying to get that big Spotify rap or you're trying to get some of that Spotify money. I mean, the J360 radio shows are on Spotify. I mean, I can't throw too many stones at it, but I'm gonna because the way they've been acting. You know, like all that hard work and all that pressure that they all put on us as creators. And we doing the best we can. And then there's times where it's like, you know what? It seems too good to be true. To hell with it. I'm just going to be coasting and doing my own thing. And then sometimes you get wrapped up looking at the numbers and you're like, well, why do I need to go on? Because numbers lie. People buy bots and cook up like numbers and stuff. Some of that stuff is not entirely fact. Unless they done bought something from somebody else. So once again, that's a third party. You got to put some of your hard-earned money to just to keep the illusion that you're successful. Rather than just growing from natural growth and actually understanding SEO, realizing that you know you have to go ahead and package your stuff in another way just to get it out here. Like <laughs> Newsletters came back in such a big way because that was one of the oldest forms of marketing and now that people are like finding other ways to not deal with social media all the time, newsletters are another way of getting the news out. You know, I have a newsletter. And like I said, if those of you want to sign up for it, you will get a chance to. But first things first, I got to make sure everything's okay with it before you get to where, you know, help me out with that. But once again, it's all about purpose and it's all about timing. But as I trailed into that a little bit, let's go back to jams again. See, the thing about jams is... Okay, I have it listed where you need, you know, your submission rules and stuff like that, which you need for J360 jams. And some some artists were nice enough to send me their whole album, which is okay. Some some were nice to send me a yum code for Bandcamp. That's also cool, too. Like, however you want to go ahead and present yourself, that's entirely up to you. But I really just prefer just two tracks for the show. You know what I mean? There are some people, however, that go a little too far with it. Not only that, I recently had to dismiss somebody from the show because of their behavior. Like, keep in mind this, as many times as I can accept people, there are many times I can deny people. You know, it's just the same way like anything. Open to the public, but few, many will enter, few will win, things like that. And you see, like, every so often, I send out an email message telling, like, who's on the show so that you guys know and can promote and push however you want to go about it. This person sends me not one, not two, not even an album, sends me the whole discography listed on like all this stuff in this email, which was kind of hard to read. Tells me all this stuff about it. Being on the show was a dream come true and all this other stuff. You know what I mean? To make it sound good and everything. And I was like, alrighty, and then you're going to give me your whole discography right here, but you're going to tell me your two recommended tracks that you would like, which, by the way, if you have recommended tracks that you want to put on J360 Jams, go with the recommended tracks. Just send me those two tracks that you think of. Don't send me all this. And And I'm looking through this, and I'm like, I got 19 to 20 other people to look at for this program. You know, that's why two. Just just send me two. I'll, I'll look at the rest of it later if I like your stuff. And what is also crazy is, as I sent out the confirmation letter, because I was like, all right, I'll take these two tracks and put them on the playlist. You know, after I listen to them, and they're pretty good. He, he's a very creative person. But then I noticed all this extra crap coming from him. 
Everybody else was like, thank you, thank you, JM. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, it's good to be on Jams. Can't wait for the episode. I was like, yeah, see, that's cool. You know what I mean? When people respond and all. And they usually get a flyer from me to help promote the show. This guy sends me this stuff. Are you telling me that I will be aired? Are you telling me that I am going to be on the show, JM? Are you telling me that, um... Uh, by the way, are you going to send this up with my PRO? And I was like... What the hell is going on? Like, like, first off, dude, that's you wanted to be on the show, right? Like, I sent him that whole thing as a response. I was like, you wanted to be on the show, and you didn't mention anything about a PRO or anybody that's representing you being around here. Like, what, what are you trying to do? Because, see, the guy thought this. I was going to remix his tracks and stuff like that. And the thing is, he also said, like, are you going to remix my tracks, or are you going to put them on, like put them on like a playlist i was like okay first off if you like my content so much you would know how the shows go all right when when i'm doing something that it's like at least 82 times in a row like how are you not noticing a pattern with that show you know what i mean like when people say stuff they say stuff all the time but if you notice a pattern okay like, my consistency is one thing, and then you'll also notice that, like, jams is a Friday activity. Like, it's not an every Friday activity, but it's a bi-weekly Friday activity. And you know what? The thing is, everybody has two tracks. Everybody who's anybody that wants to be on that episode can be on that episode. However, if you did not submit your tracks on that Thursday before the episode at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern, which is long past since this show is on, you're not on that episode. You see? And not only that, when you're on the episode, you are on a mixed playlist with other creators. Like, usually 20 people are on J360 Jams, on average. Now, I kind of dialed it back a little bit because I wanted to do something with shorter uh, formats and all. But we still make a same impact. And it's just like, I'm like, dude, like, look, if this is a bit much for you, then maybe this is not the show for you. And then he tells me who his PRO person is and asks me once again, what, what am I going to do with his tracks? I'm like, here's the thing, guys. If you're a musician and then you never have listened to radio before, you're on a playlist. You're on a mixed playlist usually with other artists. And me, the DJ or the producer of the radio station, is announcing and presenting you. Giving you airtime. I'm giving you airtime for free. As a matter of fact, like, I should be charging people. But I get paid very well in other ways. You know what I mean? But the crazy thing is, he came on about this. I said, look. You were going to be on a playlist with other artists to showcase your music. I'm not remixing anything, even though I could, but I'm not. You got to pay for that. But I am not remixing. I'm not mastering. I'm not doing any of that stuff. But however, it'll be okay because you are not on this program. Yep, I will not touch your stuff at that point. If you start making stuff awkward like this, I am not going to even deal with your music. I'm sorry, but I'm not. It's different if like somebody is representing your, your label or something like that wants to talk. And I'll talk with them. 
But at the same time, I'm talking with them and I'm talking with you. And it's got to be two tracks or no party for you. Especially if you are a musician. But the thing about it is, this person is saying all this stuff. Obviously didn't check out the other 82 episodes. At least one of them will tell you the gist of the show. And then they also didn't read the submission rules that I have at the bottom of every J360 property. Even when I'm posting still images on social media, you have a way of learning it. Which is another thing. It's like when I send that out, like, please, please, please read the letter. That letter tells you everything. If you are like, if I send you that letter and you send me a Spotify link where it says in the letter that I obviously need MP3s and waves, you're not doing this right at all. You see what I'm saying? That'd be the only thing I would need from you. I mean, like, when it comes to people that want to make stuff awkward, and, I, and I've noticed this too, because there is a lot of people that do that stuff, and they think it's endearing. It's it's not endearing. It's kind of like when I had this one person that was on jams, and they kept asking like all the same questions over and over again, and I was like, dude, you've been on this show five times. I mean, like, how in the world are you not understanding how jams works? You should know after that first time. You know what I mean? It's like this, I'm taking a chance on you, you're taking a chance on me. And nobody's getting screwed over in this whole thing. But because things have got messed up here in the middle, and it's like when people try to introduce themselves, and they do like the awkward handshake from the streets and stuff, it's like, just shake the person's hand, dude. Or you know what, just just go ahead and do the, you know, the fist bump, and that's it. Don't make it complicated. People are ridiculous, man. And that, but yeah, I told him clearly that he's not on Jam's programming at all. Like, I, I will go ahead and do that because there's something there you need to work out and it's already a mess and I got a lot of work to do. So, yeah, no go on that. And as soon as I said that email, this guy goes on the TikTok. <laughs> the TikTok. Wow, I'm getting old. Goes on the TikTok where J360 TV is. And he's over there liking my content. I was like, what the hell is this? So, yeah, I had to break off all communication ties with that person because there's something there that is really amiss with that person. And no, I'm not going to dump the tea and reveal the name and all that kind of stuff. Not doing that. What it is is that, like, once again, come correctly, know how somebody does their business, Really do your homework when you're going to work with people. This is why a lot of people get screwed over in the game. And then they always try to cry that, I want to quit. I'm going through uh, I'm, I'm going through mental health issues and all this kind of stuff. You know? Not, not making a joke. I'm just saying, you really got to think like a business person when you're in the creative field. And that's how you're going to protect yourself. You got to do things differently than what you have done over the years. You got to make some changes. You got to go ahead and fix up other ways to get your brand out there. You know, my story is nowhere near done yet, even though sometimes it kind of feels like it. You know, the idea of quitting, it sounds good. The desire is there, but you can't just go with it because not everything that feels good is in your best interest. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, hey, let's quit our nine to five jobs and stuff and travel America Knowing full well that gas is ridiculously high, not to mention rent is due, and among other things that keep you at that job. You see what I'm saying? Respect yourself enough and respect the people you work with enough or respect the people that you want to work with enough 
to see that you're somebody of character and somebody of integrity because there's a lot of people that are not of integrity. That's why they're all quitting. That's why they're all running away. That's why they're all like, I done made this upward climb and they probably didn't do it of their own merit and they still sitting there to this day, you know, making excuses of any and everything rather than just writing it out. And then some of those people, you know, they are so toxic enough. I don't think it would be a bad thing if they did leave because the walls will still be standing. YouTube will still be there. It's not a damn airport. Goodbye to bad, you know, goodbye to bad influences. It's just like the time I left a Philadelphia Eagles group because they weren't about the damn team. They were about circle jerking. And the truth is, is that, you know, if I want to hear out of an asshole, I'll just fart. (laughs) But yeah, that's pretty much what I got to deal with. As I go ahead and I do the proper thing of building this brand and seeing a whole bunch of dysfunctional people find more and more ways to hurt their own selves. And the only thing I can do is just be like, "Eh, well, it's not me and keep on going. But all in all, though, guys, I talked to you off enough about this stuff. It's just like take a look around you. Just understand that just because they're big YouTubers or at the end of the day, they got a whole horde of people that surround them and stuff like that does not mean that they're a smarter than you better than you, and actually know how to handle that stuff. Those people are probably scared, frightened, um, don't have nothing figured out. And then in the end, don't even know how to have honor and responsibility for themselves, let alone you trying to get where you need to be for your downloads or your or people to actually follow you and subscribe to you. You just have to figure out a way different than they do. All right? All right, but all in all, I got to get on out of here. I got to make sure Jams is finalized because we're going to have a party tomorrow and that'll be on Spreaker.com slash show slash J360Jams at 10 o'clock p.m. And I'll be hosting and we are going to have ourselves an incredible time. But until then, though, take care. This is J-Man setting off. Peace. <laughs>